Welcome back to Presence and Purpose, a show all about helping you build an authentic online presence and live out your God-given purpose. I want you to be seen and heard by the people who need your message and services most, but I know that seems easier said than done because there's a lot of noise online. I'm your host, Natalie Arndt. I built my brand strategy business back in the beginning of 2018 and quickly learned through trial and error that being yourself isn't a cheesy cliche, but actually the key to building a strong, profitable online brand. Now I help Christian coaches and service providers do the same. I'm here to help you attract the right clients and build a thriving online community with tangible tips, behind-the-scenes stories from women just like you, and lessons learned on all things branding, finding your people, sharing your message, and so much more. Before we get into today's episode, I want to invite you guys to jump into Brand with Purpose, which is my new monthly membership. Brand with Purpose exists to help you find your people online, build a client attracting brand, and propel you forward in your God-given purpose. It includes Q&A calls, core learning content, a members-only group, and monthly guest expert trainings. Think of it like a Netflix-style group coaching program and course all wrapped into one. If you want to check that out, head to the link in my show notes where you can either join or get on the wait list until the doors open back up. In today's episode, I'm talking all about brand consistency, bringing your vision to life, and how you can use visual memory triggers or cues to stay top of mind for your audience. So if you've ever wondered how to keep your brand consistent or if you're sending the right message, this is the episode for you. So today we are talking about um, creating a consistent feeling and style for your brand so that you are drawing in the right people, um, your people to you, to your business. I want to talk about, real quick, consistency. The difference between being consistent and being inconsistent visually, right, in your business, um, and kind of the message that each of those sends. Um, Because... As most of you know, or should know by now, um, brand design is what I do. And so, of course, I firmly believe that um, professional branding is a very important investment that everyone should make at some point in their business, right? Timing depends on different factors. But I just want to say that whether you are in the DIY boat right now or you are looking to invest soon, this is going to help you. So... Let's talk about inconsistency. When you are visually inconsistent, here's the message that it sends. It tells people that you are still figuring things out. This is totally okay because we are all at some point in the beginning um, at the place in our business where we're still figuring things out, okay? Not judging you. This is a no judgment zone. Um, It can also waste a lot of your time. And I think you guys could probably easily chime in and say that when you are in the place of kind of, I don't know, looking at Canva, looking at Pinterest, all these things are getting your attention, you're spending all this time having fun creating graphics, however, you are spending a lot of time doing that kind of stuff, right? So it can take up a lot more time um, just to show up when you're kind of inconsistent and playing around with that. Um, And you don't feel well represented. 
Um, I know when I did not have my branding pulled together, I've shared this many times, I'll continue to share this, when I didn't have my own branding done, yet I had done other people's visual brand, I didn't feel like I was well represented. I felt like um, I was getting passed over a lot because I didn't look like I knew what I was doing. There was a part of that that was true. I was learning as I was going. I was figuring things out. But, you know, I reached this kind of tension point, and I think everyone does when they are um, at the point where they're ready to invest in branding, invest in professional photography, right, stuff like that. Um, you reach this tension point of, like, I feel very confident in the skills, the results that I can get, um, the clients that I've worked with already, and now I feel like um, my online presence isn't showing that. It doesn't match what I can actually do for my clients, right? So I had reached that point, um, and that, that's where my clients, you know, they reach that point too when, when they reach out and work with me. Um, Ashley says, yes, I have a big idea for my brand in mind, and it's in my brain. Now I need, it, need to translate. Yeah, exactly, and Ashley, I'm here if you ever want to chat. Um, but yeah, it's, it's having that in your head, right? And I think this will help you, Ashley, because I'm going to walk you through um, some questions that I love asking, you know, to, to kind of get that out of your head and start thinking about, like, visually, what is this, what is this brand that's inside of your head? You can feel it, but you're like, I don't know how to explain it. Um, that's kind of what we're talking about. All right. So I talked about inconsistency. Um, consistency. What message does that send? Number one, um, it creates the impression that you know what you're doing, right? Like I just said, there's that tension point of you're figuring things out, you're gaining experience, you're um, gaining clarity as you take action. Totally something that all of us need to do. You reach that point of wanting to um, show people that you know what you're doing, right? So it creates that impression. Um, it shows that you're trustworthy. Um, because that visual consistency um, kind of clues people in that, okay, she's, she's consistent when she's showing up. Um, she looks like she's got her act together online, so I can make a good assumption that she is also consistent in her business. If she's consistently showing up, that means she is, um, you know, consistently there for her clients, communicating, capable of getting serious results, right, is really what it comes down to. It justifies a higher price point, right? When you're at that point where you are um, ready to bump up your prices, it, it helps justify that. I gave the example um, the other day, I don't remember which, which day exactly, but of like, if you think of going to a hotel and you go to like a budget hotel versus a really nice resort that you splurge on for family vacation, um, you obviously, see a direct correlation between the price point and the kind of experience and the kind of environment that you're in. Um, and it also saves time, right? If you feel like you're consistent visually in your brand, you feel like you have a clear um, visual identity, it saves so much time. I cannot tell you how much time it saves. Um, anyone who's, who's gotten their branding done could agree with you or brand photography or even just has created like social media, like their own social media templates to use when they create graphics. Doing stuff like that saves you so much time. Um, and then also you just feel well represented, right? That confidence is a huge piece, not something to um, 
overlook. Confidence is huge. All right. Um, Ashley says, yes, you're on my list. Awesome. All right. So I want to give you some action steps. I want to talk about um, some questions that you can think about. Um, I also just want to quick remind you, when you think about your brand, um, your brand is basically a middle ground between what really speaks to you and represents you, um, and then also what speaks to your ideal clients, what really draws them in. Um, so I just, I want you guys to remember that, okay? Because there are some people who will go and say that, like, it's all about your ideal clients. I think we really do need to focus on our people, um, not make it all about us, but at the same time, um, it is my personal opinion that with your brand, it also should very much represent you because, you know, when people are choosing to work with you, they're they're choosing you, right? Like, there's other people I'm sure that they're aware of that do the same um, thing in terms of, like, services, same type of coaching, but they are drawn to you and they really connect with you. And so when your brand not only represents you authentically and it really speaks to your ideal clients, um, then you're getting that, that perfect marriage of the two. All right, so let's jump in. So um, number one, the, the first question I wanna ask you guys um, is thinking about your brand emotions. So how do you want people to feel when they interact with your brand? You, read your emails, come across your social media page, look at your website, how do you want them to feel? Um, I would encourage you to write out, you know, a handful of emotions. Um, some examples, I haven't done this exercise in a while, but, you know, if I were to answer this question now, I would say I want people to feel very grounded. Um, I want them to feel at peace. <laughs> That's a big thing with me as the, the Enneagram type nine. I'm a peacemaker. Um, I want them to feel comfortable, right? I want them to feel um, that they can be themselves, that they can you know, be honest with me, um, open communication. That's, that's a, a big thing for me. Um, so those are, those are some of my brand emotions. Maybe for you, you want people to feel, um, very hopeful, very joyful or, um, energetic and motivated or empowered, whatever it is. Um, if you're watching live or if you're catching the replay, I'd love to hear in the comments, what is it for you? What are those emotions that you want people to feel when they um, engage with you online? All right, another thing to think about, I love asking this question and hearing the answers. Um, if your brand were a place, where would it be? What would it feel like? What does it look like? Like describe it really, like get in that zone of um, all the things, okay? Because again, your brand, you know, if you hear people say that your brand is an experience, um, it's true. And I get that that can sound kind of fluffy at first. Like what, you know, if you're trying to wrap your head around what is branding, what's a brand, and people are like, it's an experience. And you're like, that does not answer my question. You know, think of all the touch points that you have with people in your business. Like I said, you know, emails, Facebook lives like this, your website, your social graphics, all those things are touch points, different different um, ways that people interact with you, get to know you, um, take in the value that you're providing. Um, and so 
it's like your digital home. How do you want your digital home to feel? Um, if it were a real place, like what would it look like? Where would it be? Ashley says, it's a small farm in South Georgia with chickens and a huge veggie garden and space for the kids and dogs. I love it. And I would so be there. Yeah, my, so my brand, if it were a place, it would be a cozy home somewhere in Minnesota by a lake. Um, there would be lots of white open space, kind of minimal decor. There would be lots of plants, whoop, whoop, this way, plants, as you can see behind me. Um, I would get you a cup of coffee. I would make sure you're comfortable. We would sit on the couch and we would have deep conversations. Like that's, that's how I want my brand to feel if it were a place, right? And I hope you get that impression with my, with my online space and this group, because that's, you know, I, I've shared about this before, but that's how I want um, people to feel when they come into this group, right? I want you to feel comfortable. I want you to feel that you can be real, that you can be yourself, because that's a huge thing for me, right? Authenticity is such a buzz buzzword, but it's so important to me, like real authenticity, not looking at what other people are doing, you know, in the sake of authenticity, how that looks for them, how does that look for you, um, what comes naturally to you, all that stuff. I love talking about it because that is like the message that is just like burning on my heart. Um, Ashley says big white farmhouse. Yeah. Yes. I love it. This is something that I ask my clients too. Um, and I love, love hearing the answers that people give because you can just like, when someone goes into describing um, their brand place, even like, you know, what are you wearing? How do you feel like that kind of stuff? If you hear someone describing that, you can just totally get into it and be like, yeah, like that, you know, I can feel it, I can sense that, it's, it's really cool. So it's, it's, these are the parts of the branding process that I just totally um, get lit up about because I think it's so much fun. Um, to see, but I mean, we're also like uniquely different that, you know, Ashley's brand is a small farm, a small farmhouse in South Georgia with chickens and a veggie garden and room for the kids to play, right? Someone else's brand, um, thinking of Vonnie, um, <laughs> Vonnie, if you're watching this, um, her brand is like Parisian inspired and very like um, feminine and um, you know, having fun getting dressed up, like it's just, it's so different for everyone and what's authentic, what feels good to one person is so different from the next person. And I think that is so cool. That's exactly how God created us and what we need to really, um, really hone in on, right? Another thing I want to get you thinking about is memory triggers. So this is something that I also kind of geek out about, I think is really cool. Um, what do you want people to associate with you? What do people associate with you already? Kind of looking at it from both perspectives. I will give you some examples here first. So like if you think about, these are kind of like creating your brand signatures, the things that you want people to associate with you. So for me, the things that I think of, um, coffee. <laughs> Someone commented that um, she was like, I love that you always have a cup of coffee in your hand. And I'm like, yeah, and I've got my coffee right here. Like, it's it's truly like an accurate picture into my life. Um, 
it's always reheated a couple times. Um, it's totally cold right now, but I always have coffee with me. It's like it's like a blanket of love, and it's it's my love language. So, <laughs> um, another thing that uh, people often associate with me. Um, one of my brand signatures is nature, right? I really love, again, like houseplant, houseplants that keep pointing the wrong direction. Um, I love being outside. That's another part of, you know, when you look at like the Enneagram personality tests, um, type nines feel very like connected with nature. And that's a big thing for me. Um, and I thought it was really cool when I heard someone talking about that with type nines, because I'm like, yeah, like that, that's very accurate to me. I, I, um, would be outside all day if I could. Um, it's, it's freezing outside and it was snowing earlier, but, <laughs> but we'll still probably go out, go outside at some point. Um, and then design. So, um, I have always been, um, artistic in different ways. I've danced, I've played the flute. Like there's always some creative outlet that I have, but it's usually like art related. Um, and right now it's design. So, um, Ashley says <laughs> so much coffee. Yeah. <laughs> uh, simplicity. Yeah. You mean for me? Yeah. Simplicity is a big thing for me. Um, and actually like if you guys have not listened to, um, I don't remember which episode it was on the Presence and Purpose podcast, but was it 11? It was a recent one where I interviewed um, my friend Amelia Warner, and we talked about brand archetypes. Um, and that actually helped me get clear on one of my, um, my, my primary brand archetype, actually, for my brand is um, called The Innocent, which a big thing with that is, like, simplicity and um, kind of, like, I, I say purity, I, I kind of don't really like that word, but, um, uh, like, when you think of, like, the cliche, like, health and wellness brand, very, like, lots of white space, green, um, pure, even though I don't like that word, um, that kind of stuff, so that's, that's a big part of me and my brand, too, so, yeah, you're spot on, Ashley, um, and actually, a, I'm going to give you guys some more examples, um, in just a second, but the last thing I'll say in terms of an example for my brand, um, and how these memory triggers work, um, so I had a friend when I was creating my, um, branding essentials guide, which I think many of you have probably grabbed already, um, I think I was in the phase where I was coming up with a name, and she was, she was saying how she liked how I'm using that word essentials, and she's like, when I think of, when I hear that word essentials, like, it reminds me of you, Natalie, and, like, it made her think of, um, my logo with, like, the, the little branch and the, the brush and stuff, so it's, it's those little things that, you know, when people hear a certain word, they're like, oh, that makes me think of you, and so that's kind of what we're thinking about here, that's what we're talking about. Um, all right, a couple more examples of brand signatures, so I just mentioned my friend Amelia, um, if you follow her, if you're familiar with her, um, even if not, you should go check her out. She's an awesome, um, brand strategist also and, um, copywriter. So her brand is so different from mine. She is very, um, bold. She is a copywriter and brand coach for bold introverts. So she's very much, um, like her brand is all black and white and red and she like wears bright red lipstick. I love it. And I love you, Amelia, if you're watching this. Um, so 
you know, if I see, um, if I see red, red lips, um, if I see black and white stuff like that, it always makes me think of her, okay? Another example, um, I have a friend, Jenna, and she is a awesome Pinterest strategist, and her logo, her brand, she loves pineapples. And if I see pineapples, if I see bright colors, I think of Jenna, right? I think of her even when I think of Pinterest. Um, and she's super sweet, so I feel like that's like a great double meaning of <laughs> the pineapples. But think about what that is for you. So I would encourage you to think of three things um, possibly and then maybe narrow it down to your, like, if there's like one thing that would be kind of your brand signature that you want to um, have people associate with you, right? So you stay top of mind so that when they see pineapples, when they see red lipstick, when they see coffee or design, you know, essentials, stuff like that, they think of you, helps you stay top of mind. Another funny example that I'll, I'll say just real quick is that I did a strategy session with someone recently and she was telling me that when she asked her husband, um, he said chips. So maybe it's chips and salsa for you. It could be something fun like that. I have a video that I'll link in the comments for you guys um, about creating a Pinterest inspiration board. So when you start thinking about these questions, right? So this is something that I already told you guys, whether you're in the DIY boat, whether you are looking at, um, you know, you're at the point where you're like, I don't want to do this design stuff. This is still great for you to start thinking about. Um, and it's something, too, that, like, with all my clients, I have them create a Pinterest inspiration board. Um, so either way, it's something great to do. So thinking about these brand emotions, thinking about if your brand were a place, thinking about the memory triggers, these are great for you to have in your head as you create your Pinterest inspiration board. Um, and so I will put that video in the link for you guys. I'm also repurposing this on my podcast. So if you're listening to this on the podcast, I'll put this in the show description. Um, so that you can check that video out because that just kind of gives you a visual example of, um, I made it like a year back in my business, but it shows you the Pinterest inspiration board that I had created for mine, my own branding, um, just to kind of give you a visual example. I think that's helpful. Thank you guys for watching. I hope this series was helpful for you guys. I love to support you guys and so it was on my heart and I'm glad I did it to have this resource available here for you guys to refer back to. All right, bye guys, I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening. If you've loved this episode, head on over to iTunes and leave a review. It means the world to me, but more importantly, it helps more women find and benefit from this show. And if you're not already plugged into the Presence and Purpose Facebook group, come join us. I want you to get plugged into the community and get the support you need because we're not meant to do this whole business thing alone. Until next time.